Hey, you're listening to the Speaking of Music podcast. Hey guys, we're back uh, with another episode, and today's episode is Evermore by Taylor Swift. And I'm, we are all so yeah, excited I'm, for this. I know, I'm so excited, and this is literally Sophia's favorite album. <laughs> it's my favorite Taylor Swift album, and I've been waiting so long, even since our first episode. Yeah, I was going to say since our folklore. folklore episode. No, I, no, yeah, no, I thought we were going to release them back to back, and they're like, no, we need to give them a break, because they're going to get sick of us talking about Taylor. Yeah, and, and like, that, sure. that pained me, because I love Evermore. Like, I have so much love for this I was album. A folklore it's ridiculous. Fan. And then Evermore came out, and I was like, oh my god. Like, oh my goodness. Okay. So, as the resident Evermore stan here, I think that all my opinions are correct. However, they also love Evermore, like, a lot. It's just that, like, you might not be the resident Evermore. Well, resident, sure. But, like, I never said that I liked Folklore Evermore better i'm still like cannot choose between the two but like now that we're talking about it i want to say i like evermore better vic likes folklore better. no i know and i'm not opposed to that like at all yeah so not even discuss that in our folklore episode we've discussed her it's been a while babe. yeah so we all have so much love for this album and we're excited to discuss it like i'm so excited to dissect what? i'm so excited to dissect the songs because i am a youtube detective and, and he found an English teacher that dissected all the songs, and now she thinks she's an expert. Bingo. I am Taylor Swift at this point. <laughs> Taylor Swift doesn't even know some of these parallels that I'm about to make. So. Okay, but <laughs> the issue with finding parallels that she doesn't know about is that the parallels, then those parallels weren't supposed to be there. Let's start with the background info. <laughs> okay, so this is the ninth studio album from Taylor Swift, and it was released December 11th. 2020 and it has 15 tracks on the original plus two bonus tracks from the deluxe version which love, is a, love her doing that it's a step up from only putting one extra on the folklore deluxe so you know improvement <laughs> and there was one like real single that had a music video which is willow but apparently no Body, No Crime, and Coney Island were also promotional singles, which I didn't no, know, but weren't. according Coney Island. to Wikipedia, they were, so. Coney, I did not Not this it. argument again, this exact argument took place, like, with our folklore episode. According, okay, do you want to go on Taylor Swift? No, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we are going to do right We trust you, today. because we're done with that. So I just okay, so now we're going to do our top five and bottom five. Sure. Okay, I'll start. We have Ivy. Cowboy Like Me, Champagne Problems, Tis the Dance Season, and Tolerate It. It's like the singles, okay? It's under the yeah, single. Yeah, but it's their country still, radio only. They're still having the argument about the singles, and I am once again sitting here. Left okay. to... Well, does it count if it's only on country radio or AAA radio? Oh my god. Yes. No, we are done with this conversation. Okay, just restart your top five. Oh, no, she's finished I her finished top five. my top five. Oh, okay. Um, and... Oh, my top five are Dorothea, Ivy, Kiss the Damn Season, Right Where You Left Me, and Tolerate It. And my top five are Ivy, Tolerate It, Champagne Problems, Cowboy Like Me, and Kiss the Damn Season. Love to see the Cowboy Like Me appreciation. Because I woke up one fine morning and I'm like, let me listen to Evermore again. Because <laughs> this was when I did not fully appreciate the album and I was just like listening to like six tracks. 
that I liked. One of them was like Willow. One of them was Nobody No Crime, which was on repeat for like three weeks straight. Yeah. One of them was Champagne Problems. One of them was Ivy. And, and probably tolerated. just the damn season. And probably tolerated too. And then I was like, let me listen to the rest of the album. Because I was really getting into Taylor at this point. She was about to... No, she was... This was way before Fearless, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I'm getting back into Taylor stuff. Like, let's listen. And then I discovered Cowboy Like Me. Let me tell you, I became absorbed in that song. Love it. Love it the most. And then I'm like, Victoria, this is the best song I've literally ever heard in my life. Like, Taylor Swift is the love of my life. (laughs) Like, marry me already. Um, and she got mad at me because I was, like, trying to make her like it. She's like, you can't make me like stuff. And I'm like, sure. And then now I love to see the appreciation. <laughs> Is that all about Cowboy Like Me? Yeah. Hmm. No, it's a good song. It is good. Hashtag relatable. Actually, it's not What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Cowboy. Did y'all not know I'm not from the country? Yeah. Sophia is losing her mind again. Okay, okay. No, on a serious note, Cowboy Like Me is a good song because, like, it starts off, like, it has, like, one of, like, some of my favorite Taylor lyrics in it. Yes. Like, dancing is a dangerous game. Love that. Um, And just, like, the concept was kind of cool. Like, not something you hear often. So original. Like, I feel like it brought back country taylor which we know and we love and it brought it back in a very very mature way obviously yeah, with the storyline like, and i do like how the story is um i love the story like you have to think about it yeah you yeah. know genius a shout out to genius and everyone saving who, like, puts contributes to the genius yeah true database thing People, like i'm genius like annotators blow my mind sometimes no because this album makes no. me feel stupid and then there's people on genius that are like this is a parallel to blah blah blah. Yeah, blah, blah. but I'm then like, again, oh my god! Like I was saying, sometimes people make connections that were not supposed to be there. You know? Okay, but and they're still like fun. I feel like they, that's the beauty of Taylor's it's music. Like, Taylor said, um, Taylor said tree in this song. <laughs> she also said tree in this song. <laughs> Therefore, like, they yeah. are connected. No, no, no. no but honest, like Ariana Grande stands right now. Like, no, but on this actual serious note, though, I think um. While Victoria's thing is true, sometimes they can be ridiculous, but also sometimes people come up with these elaborate storylines, and while some, they're not believable, sometimes like it's amazing that Taylor has the power to do this with her music. That's true. Her storytelling has so many layers of complexity that, like, how does her brain do that? Yeah, like it, it makes us think about it too, which, like, we are overthinkers, <laughs> we love to think about this stuff, like. <laughs> love the lyrics and she also has the power to with a single lyric tell an entire chunk of a story yeah like forever is the sweetest con which is why her her writing style works so well because she doesn't need like a whole song to tell one moment yeah yeah she can tell a whole story like forever is the sweetest con five words that tell an entire chunk of the story Mm mm-hmm that's just like one example. There's so many. Um, I think this song is just like it has like a little bit, like it has like it's simple flowing, but that's what makes the lyrics like such a standout for sure. Right, and you know? Taylor is really good at making songs like that. Like, there's not a lot going on, so you don't get distracted. 
and sometimes you need like there is like the melodies contribute other times they take away and so like she's really good at knowing when they are going to take away and when to just kind of tone it down a little bit or when to build it up but I think this was a really good example but as you, you guys were saying, this is a great, like, storytelling example. And I'm yeah, going through another my Another storytelling example. No, I wasn't done. Ugh. Okay? Like, how, like, she has so many. And you could just flip through your head to, to think of multiple examples. But there are some songs on this album that just, like, full start to finish. Tell, like, some really good stuff. Yeah. Stuff like Ivy. Ivy. Okay, let's see. It was going to be have... my transition. Well, it was my. Tis the I damn season. Ivy, oh. Champagne Problems, Cowboy Like Me. And there are some that are kind of telling the story of a static moment, which is also incredible. Right where you left me is just. Yeah. I think Evermore, too, is kind of. Mm-hmm. No body, no crime is a story. Is a story. Um, Willow is kind of more of. It's less of a story in my opinion. Yeah, Willow is still a Willow great is, song. Yeah, more like a feeling but taylor's theme is spinning a story from beginning to end with minimal like storytelling words that's exactly (laughs) what i was gonna say yeah so on that note we can talk about ivy which masterpiece it's so good i love ivy we Um, all love Ivy. one day i woke up i woke up one morning just like anusha and i was like let me listen to ivy and i then i played it on repeat and i was like guys have you heard this song? It is Ivy by Taylor Swift. And everyone was like, we know. Okay. We <laughs> like, know. And I was like, no, but have you listened to it? They were like, yeah. Because this song is like, it tells like an interesting story. It tells such an interesting and story. And like, the way you can interpret it is because the language used in Ivy makes you think that it was like a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Like, especially like, Drink My Husband's Wine was so important because it makes you just think that it might just just not be like a regular affair. Like it might have been like a timepiece type of song. That's true. That's, and I feel like it, a lot of yeah. so Evermore is like a timepiece. And it feels like she left. She like told the story and she kept in details, but she also left out details for you to like fill for in sure. and be like, because you know she never talks about like how it started or not really how it ended. It was like kind of getting to the end, but it didn't quite get there. Yeah, um, like you don't know what. Right, and I think it's it was it's really great. You can think about, you can spend time thinking about the whole world of the story of Ivy. Taylor mm-hmm. tells the story of infidelity in a few a different ways. Interesting way. In a few different ways. So in folklore, we saw illicit affairs, which I think is closer to Ivy than. Um, nobody, no crime is for yeah. sure. <laughs> but um, I think that the way she talks about infidelity is so obviously it's not a good thing. Like, don't cheat on your partners. But, but like, she tells but it she in makes such it so a, innocent. Yeah, she tells it in such a graceful way. Like, it's That's kind true. of one event strung to another without a clear beginning and end. Like, I think that the way that the story is told in Ivy makes it seem like the narrator is struggling with their infidelity, but also some kind of pain that we don't see and that you'd have to think about yourself because my pain fits in yeah, the, my palm, pain fits of in the palm of hand. your freezing hand. And the fact that she's the word freezing hand indicates that maybe their lover has some kind of pain as well. You know, like with one word, like 
yeah, Taylor can spin meaning. an yeah. entire story, which what I think is particularly interesting about Ivy is, you know, my pain gets into your the palm of your freezing hand. You kind of feel that, like that that kind of reliance you can have on a partner. You take in mind, but it's been promised to, to another. another. Yes, the so way it's like she says I it. can't like I'm just hurting you, but you're helping me. Like it's a really sad reality and i think that the narrators love her i think they acknowledge this and that's why the narrator's like she's almost it's like she's almost sad when she says it she's like my pain fits in your hand but it's been promised to another she's like you're acknowledging this right like you know that i can never fully be yours and then she does this whole like kind of angry thing she's like i love the angry yeah and i think i think it also brings an element of childishness like she's like you started it like you started it. It's the damn fight of my life. Oh, that's why I love Ivy. It's my favorite part. Also, the whole reference to fire. Yeah. Being the only thing that can destroy Ivy. Like, because Ivy takes root and Mm -hmm. then fire destroys it. Like, that is such an amazing reference. And I think the song is so so aesthetic, too. Yeah. Love it. That was a super long rant about Ivy. Sorry, does anyone else have anything to say? We can move on. All right, let's move on to my favorite song. Since that was Anusha and Victoria's, my favorite song is Dorothea. And I think Dorothea is one of those storytelling songs also. Just, it's a little bit different. Right. And it's kind of the perspective of a person, potentially a love, and they see their, their ex or their best friend, partner, whatever, go on to live this super glamorous like famous LA life and they're sitting here at home and just they're just watching they're saying like hey like come back I'll be waiting for you you're just you're so perfect and you're great and I'm just you know are you still the same person because I still love you like I did all those years ago and another reason why I love it is because it's I connect it to tis the damn season I don't know yes I was going the opposite perspective and it's like uh, right, like, the end season is her coming back. Yeah, it's like I'm the road not taken looks real good now, and it always mm-hmm. leads to you in my hometown. As in, like I made the wrong choice; I should have stayed with you. And then the whole part that's like, um, back to like, Hollywood, where all my friends write stories about me if they uh, if I ever make it and wonder about well, the, the only, only soul, soul who, who knows what small is taking. Final Whoa. So like, I just love those connections and I love those stories, and both of them are in my top three. Oh, yes, we also know you love songs named after people. I do. I love them. <laughs> Dorothea, it just, they have all my heart, those songs. This whole album has my heart. That's why I, like, I'm having so much trouble, like, deciding how to rank them, how to place True. them. True. That's why sometimes ranking, like, isn't a good thing. That's, That's true. Because <laughs> then I'm also, like, forced to be like, yeah, no, I like, I don't like that. But I do. Like, even the song that's last like I actually we were talking about this and we got several comments on our folklore episode that's like oh why is this song last it doesn't deserve last I'm like I'm like going to research like I don't hate the song like just I something hate, has to be last yeah, I hate saying that it's last that it's right I hate saying that this song is last on my rankings I love it it's just I can't put it numerically in a list like that's not yeah doesn't work that's well. the kind of album that folklore and ever those are the kind of albums that folklore and evermore are so do you want to talk about our bottom stuff? So me and Anusha have Coney Island at the bottom. Um, and I think we talked about this a little bit before the episode. We kind of just like don't like the way the feature fits into it. Like it's a yeah. good song and um, the National has a great voice. It's just like they sound a little weird together. They just kind of clash. 
I feel like their voices don't have that whatever X factor that makes them meld perfectly. I think I think the national has um a more solid I was gonna say too like strong of a voice for such a yeah laid back song. I agree. Yeah. Actually, I don't think we ever went through our bottom five. Do we just want to do that quickly? Mm, It's okay. Whatever. We'll figure it out. (laughs) Okay. Sure. I, yeah so we <laughs> were so fast sure so actually Sophia was saying how much she loved songs that are named after people so on that note we can talk about Marjorie yeah Marjorie's a bit of an like I love that it's named Marjorie but I mean it's just like it doesn't have like you guys are talking about that that x factor that some of those songs have that just stick yeah. with you like as much as I love Marjorie it doesn't stick with me as much as the others I agree. really yeah. I it's okay, so I know I like it the best out of the three of us because it's the highest on my rankings at number ten. Um, I I disagree with that. I think that the story of losing someone like your grandmother, I don't, I don't hear a story spun in a way that Taylor did. Like she definitely talked a lot about the frustrations of only getting a like. She even says it like. You left me a closet full of your clothes. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, I need you, like, as a person. And she's, like, remembering all these things that she said and that's in her head. And it's a really beautiful concept, I think, to have someone living in your head and the things that they used to say going through your head. Well, I, I mean, think that's a beautiful concept. I have no hate for Marjorie. It just, you know, when I think of Evermore, the album, this song is not at the top of my list. It's not on. It's not at the top of okay. my list either. But but I mean, I like the concept of it. You know, we like when songs are really personal. I don't know. It just. I honestly don't know. Like I said, there's like nothing really I could say about this song. I just didn't connect with it as much, which just could be my personal experience with it um but no hate towards it okay so we can talk about happiness now i like happiness it like i used to be last for me like dead dead last and then i moved it up to 11 which is kind of a lot because there's 17 (laughs) tracks um i just it grew on me a lot and it's such it's such a sad i like heartbreak songs with stories i like exes where it wasn't just someone's fault i like the idea of slowly crumbling and falling apart in a relationship which is not (laughs) not Not that healthy it's not a good thing to love i'm gonna be honest with you no but in music but it's like a real it's real you know and this is it kind of relates to my favorite book trope being exes to lovers (laughs) because you know like it's not like a blowout cheating scandal it's just like they fall apart and then they come back, come back together. together. But sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes you don't get back together and you're just wrong for a person. And that you hurt each other in the process, which is sad. But that's kind of what I like about happiness. It's a, it's like a truthful, sad breakup song. Yeah. I don't feel like I want to like it more. You know, again, it doesn't deserve to be last or even second to last. But that's where it just ended up. Um, also the fact that it's five minutes long. That's true. Not it's my favorite. Long. But Victoria and I were saying this. It's sound wise. It sounds a lot like Epiphany. 
Yeah, like but Epiphany is also epiphany. long. I know, I do like it better than Epiphany too, but... Um, yes. I also feel like it doesn't have as much of a connection than the other songs just because it, um, like, I feel like the melodies weren't as interesting. Not, mm. No hate, like, again. I feel like, no well, I feel hate. like that's the point. I feel like sad. Like, after, like, breakup songs, for some reason, to me, are, like, viewed as, like, very angry. But, like, I like when breakup songs are, like, sad like this. Yeah, I think the simplicity is supposed to be kind of heartbreaking because there's nothing really left to say. And you just can't do anything about it. And you don't know how to feel, how to react. You're just, like, so, so sad because you can't be angry or in denial or anything because there's nothing to be angry or in denial about, really. No, I agree. Overall, I think this was a good song, especially one for a breakup song. Yeah. And speaking of breakups, we're going to break up this episode right now to give you a quick ad break. <laughs> hey, guys. We're back. We're back. And we want to just kind of talk about the rest of the songs now. Not like kind of. Champagne we Problems. <laughs> yeah, so Woo! let's talk about Champagne Problems. Literal emotional attachment to that song, but I'm not going to go on a rant because I've already exhausted my one rant per episode on oh, Cowboy Like Me. <laughs> yeah. Anusha loves Champagne Problems. It used to be her number one up until like literally right now when she like, just forever. changed it. I just changed it because I thought I needed to switch it up a little bit because that's what I do. But yeah. not what me and Victoria I'm, I'm do. I'm going to let you guys talk about Champagne Problems and I'm just going to add on at the end because I feel like... Okay, you, you know what I love it. about Champagne Problems? Piano. Because I'm a piano person. Agreed. I and like piano. my ukulele cover. So true. Okay. <laughs> we get it. Strings for life, babe. Agreed. Okay, so the thing, I like Champagne Problems because it's like, it's sad, but it's like a story and like she knows it's her fault, you know? Like she's like, like, like he's heartbroken and there's nothing she can do about it because she just couldn't say yes. Yeah, and, and I, I also think... Also gone wrong, which and is I, not really a, like a common... Yeah. Topic. And I also yeah. think that it was a cool choice to tell it from that perspective instead of telling it from the heartbroken dude's perspective. Yeah. That's, I agree. Taylor kind of already exhausted her. I love women, 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 women from a man's perspective, though. Like, she kind of like did that a little bit too many times <laughs> in the past few albums. Yeah. Okay. Like, like Betty. <laughs> True. Like, I don't know. But does that mean Dorothea is from a man's perspective? Not necessarily. Yes, I understand that, but isn't that what she claims? Did she say that? Doesn't she always? What are the lyrics in I don't know what Dorothea Dorothea, that it's like... What's it's a love song Okay. for Dorothea. Mm, yeah, that's a little bit questionable. And Gold Rush is a bit interesting, too. What must it be like to grow up that beautiful with your hair falling into place like dominoes? Okay. With my Eagles t-shirt hanging from the door. Mm, who's Eagles t-shirt? Let's move on. Mm, you guys talked about Shaker Pops for two seconds. I'm disappointed. Okay, we'll talk about it a little bit. Okay, so, we'll no, have five other songs to get through. I think, like, okay. Champagne Problems is good, but it's, like, a really... I don't want to say basic choice, but, like, everyone... Say basic, like, yeah. But, like, yeah, basic choice, because everyone loves it. And, like, I feel like I kind of don't want to exhaust it. Yeah, I agree. It's one of those songs that... 
could get tiring, you know? But we can't let it, so we have yes. to, we have to like, gatekeep a little I, bit. I agree. I agree with that. Which is not nice. We do not condone gatekeeping. But except except so we kind of do. Except for I definitely do. No, not only condones, practices, encourages. <laughs> yeah, I do. Regularly puts into action. I'm like, yeah, I like this first. I'm going to especially when they start to appreciate things that like I liked first I'm like just know I like it more and it's better for me than it is for you My God. I'm not gonna deny it though <laughs> okay so yeah champagne problems I think that it tells as they said a unique perspective and I also think that I really like her play on words like she uses champagne problems in a bunch of different ways and then the second verse she's talking about actual champagne the song isn't about actual champagne problems it's, relating to champagne no it's not it's um in case you're not like very well versed or you haven't listened to this album the name champagne problems is actually referring to her mental health it's like it's like more it's talking a lot about her mental health and how she's not in a position to accept a marriage proposal from her high school sweetheart and, and college that's and like, college that's right right, like, right i made it high school and, and everyone, i think they kind of literally say it in the song yeah, they say she's. Yeah, the they head. say she's messed up in the head, and everyone in her hometown also is. They're blaming her for saying no. They're saying it. Oh, it must be her champagne problems. And then I like how she's alluding to like these champagne problems. And then in the second verse, she's like, um, "Names the brand." Yeah, like brought. Dom Perignon, you brought it. No crowd of friends applauded. We're not really well versed in alcohol, but that actually is champagne. No, it is. It is. It is. We sure. It's It's like fancy shit. Yeah, Yeah. it's like good. Yeah. What? You said there's no way it's not. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said no, it's not. No, your sister splashed out on the bottle. That was good imagery because it really paints the scene. Like busy. It's like it's like splashing out, but it's spending a lot of money as well because it's expensive champagne. Yeah. Really. Like the family was ready. The family was excited. Like. They're watching this relationship develop since high school. They're excited for these this couple to get married. Like the sister splashed out on the bottle, but now no one's celebrating. It's really devastating. And the fact that in the last verse, she says there'll be someone else who won't have all these yeah. problems that she'll be able to say, yeah, she'll be able to hold your hand in public and do all these great things. And you won't even remember me and all the horrible pain mm-hmm. I caused you. Yeah. And I think, I think also like I'm someone who really likes like, like English and literature related stuff. So like I really like how she does this whole synonym antonym thing where she's like, um, well not a synonym antonym thing. I don't know what to call it, where she's like, um, your sister splashed out on the bottle and then no one's celebrating. And then later she says, You had a speech, you're speechless. Like she does that thing. I like being separated by semicolons. <laughs> yeah. Sure. If that yeah, sure. That if that's what you want to call it, then sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what the term is but like when things yeah i don't know it's way. not it's like not synonyms antonyms that's the wrong word for it like it's like that pair of opposites like telling one side and then telling the other side it's like when your mom used to make you go through that booklet of like the word puzzles oh. <laughs> you know what i'm talking about and you had to fill it in it's like this is to that as oh, oh that's oh, analogy analogies you yeah. have to do the analogies <laughs> we are off on it but okay all right so are we ready to talk about tolerate it i am ready because i, I have a literal emotional attachment to tolerate it is another one of those breakup type songs you know yeah it's, but it's like yet, it's like it's kind of leading up to one starts yeah depressing but then it like 
isn't at the end. Mm -hmm. And I love that buildup of emotions. Oh my god, I love it so much. But I'm gonna shut up because they like this song better than I do. So you guys talk about it now. Okay. (laughs) Tolerate it. It's it's a good track five. I feel like we're skipping over the fact that it's a track five, which is important. Especially for Taylor. Okay. Track fives are like are like sad notes. No, sure. Okay. She tells the this specific story again. You know, it's like a very specific um world she's painting with this one as well. And she tells it really well. Um, you know, with all the specific examples, like um why am I just blanking on the lyrics right now? Well, oh, like when she says like I wait by the door like I'm just a kid. Yeah. Use and my you best use my best colors for your portrait. portrait. And it's like specific. You it's know? Like she's not she's not just like she's doing. It's not like I do all these she's like, I do the best for you. I'm so good. You give me nothing. Like it's specific examples right. of her going out of her way. And then she makes it and she the way she sings it with the instrumental makes it seem so sad, you know? And you can just like picture the character in the story just sitting like alone at the dining room table. When yeah. they just like did this whole dinner thing and they just come in i guess from work or wherever they were and just sit down and don't even mention it like head down not making conversation like that's just such a sad picture yeah to just think about and that's i think it really just kept there's the track five stigma um and also just the fact that um she builds it up so much like going out to say in the bridge like you were I made you everything because at one point we were each other's everything. Right. And now it's just me again. Just me, I'm alone. And then she goes to the final course and just throws in the punchline. Like, I could leave, but I love you. Like, I'm staying because I love you. So, like, where are you at? (laughs) Like, putting it a bit more not as poetic as she is. One of my favorite lines is when she's like, like, I lay the table with the fancy stuff. Like, she's like, like, she couldn't be bothered to like specify that like this is she's going it's like kind of voicing how she's going through these everyday mundane mm-hmm. actions and he's yeah she's not feeling anything because he's not feeling anything yeah it's really sad and you know that's what i kind of like about the whole folklore and evermore thing where not all the stories relate to her because she has so many more options she has so much more freedom with which stories she wants to tell yeah like it could be anything possibilities are endless yeah okay which is why you get songs like you know tis the damn season tis the damn season but then also stuff like right where you left me like they have nothing to do yeah they're so different they're very different stories oh you can definitely say that tis the damn season you can connect it more to Taylor than right where you left me, in my opinion. No, I can right where you left me more. <laughs> no. Opinions. On yeah, the show? because Taylor Swift didn't like leave anyone behind really. Like she okay. she's still friends with all her like good friends from childhood. Like she kept her connections. Well, I think they're two okay, well, really, really different songs. I don't Well, she left alone at a restaurant with dust in her hair <laughs> like, who knows, man? like it's just hard being stuck in the past that's no, true for some reason i because the, the way it the season is, relates more to taylor i feel no no because here's my logic 
how it goes from like okay so it's like she's still um 23 inside her fantasy and you're still standing here in front of me like it's like really specific and it's not someone else's story so that's true but like I usually I see her made point. up stuff is like based off of something mm-hmm. and this one just like isn't so it's like mm, girl where did this really specific stuff come from like you know it might not actually be her sitting at a restaurant that's true. I see your point. Do we want to talk about Tiger Dance season? I do Let's like do how both of these songs have like really catchy choruses. Yes. I loved his dance season and at first I didn't like it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I liked it from the No, I know. I know she yeah, Victoria we... did. Um, I definitely liked it from the first listen too. I think oh like we were like claiming tracks and going to the track list. That's definitely the one that caught our eye. And we were laughing about it too, because it was released right around the holidays. And we were like, oh, that's a cute name for a song but actually it's the song a cute song no but the song is not what i expected at all yeah you can i like the whole like you we can call it even yeah because it's like you know like it's not like one person has the power right now it's just like fine i guess we could and and you know what i also decide i also think that like it tells me that maybe there was something else in the past like we could call it even like maybe there was some oh yes that in the past a lot of her stories like we were discussing earlier a lot of her stories are they tell a story but then they also allude to a difference yeah they definitely make you think about the whole world which the story was in which is you know a great talent of her story writing yeah and i also think it's like really interesting how this song is full of like heartbreak and hatred but she's like you know, like she's like the right be decision happy for the weekend. You know, yeah, yeah. we can be happy. Because we can this put this in the our... best decision I never made. Yeah, we can put this in our past for this weekend, and we can, like, the fact that says we could call it even. Like, let's just put that in the past for now. I like that. Yeah, and I'll be yours for the weekend. Yep. Yep. Oh my goodness. Oh, I love. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about Gold Rush. Yes, because Sophia was the OG lover. Gold, Gold Rush, Rush. lover. They slandered it at the beginning. This is how I fought with them for like one of the first times where they were like, I don't like Gold Rush. And I was like, leave. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I'm also so upset see. about it. Okay, the thing is though, not liking Gold Rush was kind of like the local opinion, you know? It was your personality trait. Not no, what I, no, what I think is I never hated the song. I just hated certain elements that I like a lot more because I think that my Taylor true. opinions have changed a whole lot. So there were some um parts of the song like i didn't like how she like she was like i don't like a gold rush gold rush for some reason i didn't like that yeah I didn't now like i that like either. i like the melodies a lot more now and i like how um for me i didn't like the first like 30 seconds of the song but then what? the rest of it was fine what the intro the intro like is it. so good the okay, intro you know is what, what made me reconsider the, the song. intro to me reminds me of the archer no don't say that. I don't like The Archer. That's no my one likes un- you. The Archer that's, isn't a, a that's great That's my song. unpopular opinion about Taylor is that I don't like The Archer. Like, at all. Yeah. We know. Like, yeah. it's so And we don't appreciate that. Yeah. So, that's just So, we'll, we'll be sitting around thing. waiting for when you start to finally develop some taste like and appreciate The Archer. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to wrap it up with Evermore, the title track, because... That was awkward. Do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Because Sophia slanders it just a little bit. Who's like Sophia? Yes. Why do I have it at? 16. Okay. Well, I can't put it any higher. 
No, you can. And I'm not a fan of the Bon Iver features, okay? We know this. Okay, so do I like this. this one better, though. It's second to last instead of last. <laughs> Evermore, Taylor's part in Evermore is ridiculously it's so good. good. It's that's, yeah. that's what keeps it in the middle portion of this album for me is her part. Yeah. No, but I think that Bon Iver's part, I've learned to tolerate yes. more. I hate it. I despised it before. I love how we're like, tolerate. <laughs> no, no. I've learned to learn to accept it, tolerate it. No, sorry. Okay. I've learned okay, to tolerate yeah. it more because I think that it, okay, I'm not saying okay. I like it, but I think it's like a bucket of cold water in the middle of the song. That's true, but okay. It's interesting. What I want to say about this about okay we're gonna compare it for a second to exile um i like bon iver's solo part in exile more than his solo part in evermore but i like their duet part in evermore more even Uh, though i also really love the exile duet part no i agree with what victoria says the duet part in Evermore is so good but I think that Taylor's vivid imagery and the part that she sings makes the song incredible yes but I mean we also cannot forget that Bon Iver played a very big part with creating folklore and Evermore as a whole so we have to appreciate him a little bit Sophia would you like to say anything about Taylor's part in Evermore I like it okay I just yeah, no. Like I, you, you watch my issues with Exile on the first episode. It's just like he's there when he shouldn't be, in my opinion. Well, okay, but I feel like both of these songs like are duet songs. That yeah. it would be weird if it was only one person singing it. No, I just no. Don't like I them. think Exile would have. I like Evermore. Okay, like no, no. I like Evermore just fine. I don't skip any songs on Evermore. The album. The only song I skip on folklore is Exile. That's a pretty good ratio, guys. Okay? To only skip one song. Yeah. And none on the other. And it's my favorite album. Okay? So just let me live in peace with the knowledge that, you know, I can tolerate him on this album, too. Okay. You know, like, he made it onto both. So yes. it's time I start, like, upping him a little bit in the ranks. Like, if he shows up on the next one, I'll throw a fit. But... <laughs> No, I won't. I'm fine. I I actually like him. No, like, I, he's not. He's not a bad artist. Yeah, Taylor likes him. So yeah, why shouldn't we? <laughs> On anyway. that note, I think that is our Evermore episode. Just know that I heart Evermore. Evermore is like so. Go listen to Evermore. If you listen to this whole conversation yeah. without listening to Evermore, what are you doing? Yeah, no, I'm actually so serious about this. Like, some of the other albums, I guess, like, I would understand if you didn't really want to listen. But this one, you need but to do it. This one has some, like, necessary context. Especially because it's, like, a longer conversation because of, like, we get more into specifics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you don't understand the stories as a whole, like, it's kind of hard to understand the album. We've been trying in our latest episodes to keep our discussions more concise. But this one, we really allowed ourselves to talk a lot about it because we all acknowledge that this album is something really, really special. So yeah. please come listen to it if you haven't. Yeah. Like there are literally all of the Taylor stands telling you to listen to it. Yeah. As from an Evermore stand, listen to it. Do it. Even um, folklore stands will tell you to listen Like to even it. if you don't like Taylor Swift, like so many people have joined the fandom because of her latest two albums. Latest two albums. Yeah. So I'd say give it a shot. 
at least listen to some of our favorite ones. You can check out our rankings on our Instagram page. And, you know, kind of, even if you don't want to listen to the whole album, just listen to some of our favorite ones because they definitely hold a very special place in all of our hearts. Mm -hmm. So you should go follow our Instagram to see what our rankings are. Our Instagram is at the Speaking of Music Podcast. And our TikTok is at Speaking of Music Podcast. So make sure to go follow both of those. Kind of just see what's going on. Keep up with us. Keep seeing what we got coming up for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Make sure you stay tuned. We hope to see you guys next week. Bye.